welcome to Healthy Perspectives with Jeremiah, a podcast that brings you current social and cultural issues through a clinical lens. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, Rumble, YouTube, all kinds of places to look for us. Please like and subscribe on any of them or all of them. We also love interacting with our audience, so join us on all the social platforms such as LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and many more. Hello, hello. Welcome back for those of you who are joining us again. And for those of you who are new, thank you so much for stepping in and, and giving us a shot. Uh, we always hope that you find our cultural and social content uh, with a therapeutic uh, approach to be helpful, uh, useful, and hopefully promote better health uh, for you and the people around you. Feel free to share this with everybody. Uh, I'm trying to get people uh, the the help that they they need or want. And today I've got a I've got a really interesting look at culture that we are going to take. And so those of you who are joining us on YouTube uh, or Rumble, you're going to get to see something. The rest of you will have to hear this, and I will do my best to describe it as it goes. Uh, but it is not easy. So those of you who are uh, not watching this, it's going to be a little bit harder. The first one will be easy. The second one will be hard because they don't actually verbally walk it through. Um, so I will have to pause it to do some describing, help people understand for those who are listening. So without further ado, I am going to shift right into it here in a moment. I got to share my screen for those of you who are following along and make sure that you can hear the sound as well. All right. So we are going to go to uh, YouTube. YouTube has uh, you know these videos, and so I'm going to give you a chance to take a look at them. Uh, this first video is it's going to take place. It's a uh, it looks like a coach is going to be talking, and they do a good job of describing it as they go. So I'm going to let them do their thing, and then. Uh, I, I will carry on from there. The video, for those of you who are listening but cannot see it, it's called Social Inequalities Explained in a $100 Race. All right, so hang in there. Here we go. Shoulder to shoulder, take off your backpacks. Basketball, line up, we're about to race. Hey, we are we are racing for a hundred dollar bill. The winner of this race will take this. A hundred dollar bill. Before I say go, I'm gonna make a couple statements. If those statements apply to you. I want you to take two steps forward. If those statements don't apply to you, I want you to stay right where you're at. Take two steps forward if both of your parents are still married. Take two steps forward if you grew up with a father figure in the home. Take two steps forward if you had access to a private education. Take two steps forward if you had access to a free tutor growing up. 
Take two steps forward if you've never had to worry about your cell phone being shut off. Take two steps forward if you've never had to help mom or dad with the bills. Take two steps forward if it wasn't because of your athletic ability. You don't have to pay for college. Take two steps forward if you never wondered where your next meal was going to come from. I want you guys up here in the front just to turn around and look. Every statement I've made has nothing to do with anything any of you have done. Has nothing to do with decisions you've made. Everything I've said has nothing to do with what you've done. We all know these people up here have a better opportunity to win this hundred dollars. Does that mean these people back here can't race? No. We would be foolish to not realize we've been given more opportunity. We don't want to recognize that we've been given a head start. But the so let's just pause it right there. This video goes on and it it does a good job of explaining the the social context. You know, the, there's a bunch of what look like probably college age young uh, students. And the reality is some of them have advantages over others. That is the truth. Now, what that turns into is... Another video that I'm going to, I'm going to show for those of you who are following. And I, and I'm going to, I'm going to preface it with this. Not everything that you hear from me or anybody else is going to be based a hundred percent in truth, in reality. We may try. I definitely give that my, my best effort. I want you to understand truth as I see it. And if I'm being fair and honest, the truth is that I'm going to have some distortions and I need to account for those, right? As a therapist, I'm always looking uh, at my distortions. Well, not always, but I am putting a, a good amount, probably more than the average person amount of effort into acknowledging my own inadequacies, blind spots, and, and, and views so that I don't press upon anybody my view and my view alone. All right. So keep that in mind as we step into this next video that I'm going to show uh, for those of you who are watching. I'm going to show another video. And I got to go back and make sure that I hit the share volume button. And so, excellent. It did it. All right. So this video uh, is, is going to be a, a, a different one. And it's called structural, it's, it's called the unequal opportunity race. And then their title page says structural discrimination, the unequal opportunity. And then when this is over, I am going to do my best to bridge this canyon that is leaped over. Okay. So you saw the first one. And if you saw that, uh, the video, the, the, there were kids of different races and genders and 
there was this weird distribution where, yeah, there might have been an unequal distribution. There might have been more males in the front or the back or females in the front or the back. And so it goes with that particular population. But this one takes it to a totally different level. So observe this one. And then I am going to attempt to help bridge some gaps. All right, here we go. Okay, so I'm going to have to pause this one a little bit more often because it has written words in this video, or you could just go to Rumble YouTube and see it. Um, but what they have is they've got, uh, it's it's set up to be racist from the beginning. Um, whether you agree with me or not, it it is because um, they're emphasizing that straight off the beginning. All right. It's, it is the deciding factor. So take a look. They're uh, on a track getting ready to run. The very first thing that happens is the white people take off. The the non-whites are being told to wait. And then they start talking about manifest destiny, slavery, and all of that stuff being the interference, the roadblock. Segregation, all of that kind of stuff. The white people lap the black people. They're carrying this baton which is actually money and the old guy is going to pass it on to the young guy and the race goes on and on and on and this is what happens generation after generation it's being passed on so that the generational wealth moves to the next generation and you hit, you see this sign, it says wealth disparities. Then the non-white people get to take off. And a cloud comes, and the cloud is racism. Okay, discrimination. And it interferes. And then there's rocks in their trail, but there's not rocks in, in front of the white people. It's called poor schooling. And then there's a hole. One of them falls in, underemployment. They get pulled out, and they take off racing again, and they run into a pond of sharks. Standardized tests. Ooh, and then we have the, the prison system coming into play. Uh, one of them gets captured. And they call it school to prison pipeline. And they continue to run. They get a, get to a rest area and it's blocked. Housing segregation. And it goes on and on and on like this. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to pause it right there. Uh, I didn't show the entire clip. I know that. And for those of you who are watching, you got to see it. Those of you who didn't, hopefully I walked you through it with some relevant clarity. So let's break this down a little bit. One of them 
talks a little bit more about the socioeconomic familial structure uh, and, and that stuff. The other one is purely based on race. Um, but then they, so they start from the premise that racism is the standard. And then they move toward the, uh, uh, the why racism is the standard. So again, think of it like those of you who followed me a while, the glasses that you put on, the glasses that we put on change everything that we see. If we are looking purely for the reasons why we should fail, failure Failure will be almost inevitable. There's almost no way around it because you're looking for the reasons to fail. Oh, I can't do that. It's too hard. We do that. When we talk about goal setting, we do this all the time. We say, well, okay, so what are the anticipated obstacles? And what are you going to do when you run into an obstacle that you didn't anticipate? How will that shift your approach? Why this is important is because there are large swaths of people right now in our culture, in our climate, that believe there is no way to succeed. Well, it's interesting. And I I wish I had the exact data on this. I don't remember what it was, Um, but I did some research at one point based on the starting off uh, unequal in terms of economic status. And the truth is most people don't vary very much from beginning to end of life. If they were starting off in a family that was poor, not a very large percentage of them gain a significant amount of wealth, right? And the same is true that if you start off rich, not a lot of them become more than, I believe it was like one standard deviation from that that original starting place. That's a really big deal because we hear these stories of hope where a person who started off poor makes it big. Somebody who has nothing becomes a millionaire, let's say. We also hear these stories, these rare stories of people who are rich. And by the end of their life, they have lost it all. It's gone. So we know those stories exist, but in all reality, Those don't exist very often, statistically speaking, of course. So what's the difference? I have done this uh, with this video that you've seen. I have done this with groups of teenagers in the past. And I've gotten them in this space where the ones in the back, and I asked them this question. Do you want the ones in the front to try hard? Or do you want them to not try very hard so that you can catch up? And honestly, what it does every single time I've done this, every single time, they get pissed at the notion that the people who have the advantages would not put forth a solid effort. They get mad. What does that tell me? 
as a clinic. Now, these are informal experiments, I know, but it's to create the right conversation was why I was doing it. It wasn't to solve the problem. It was to create the right conversation. Why would the poor say, don't try hard for that $100 bill? Now, some of you are probably sitting there wondering, I don't know. Why would they? Because it doesn't make sense that they wouldn't want to help those other ones get to that point too. No, it's because if you have an advantage, the poor people in those scenarios that I've worked with, the poor people know that you have to use every advantage for the good of the whole. So if you're up there slacking so that I can catch up and pass you, that's an injustice. That is not what the people on the the backside of that race are wanting. So let's translate it into the second video where it was purely based on race initially. If you are one of the non-white in that video, do you want the people who are white to stop running the race? I can almost guarantee, based on my anecdotal research, the answer is no. No. What I want is the rocks removed from my pathway. What I want is the sharks removed from my pathway. Right? Okay. So you want them to continue running the race. You just want it to be more fair. All right. Let's venture down that path. What is more fair? What is what is that? What does that look like to be more fair? I can guarantee you it's not equality. Because from a social arena, equality isn't an option. Right? You're going to have unequal talents, gifts, potential. That automatically inherently means we cannot have equality. That's an unacceptable standard or option. Can we have educational equality? Um, to a degree, yes. You can have equal opportunity for education. But with unequal potential, even that is going to become an unmistakable problem. That's going to be an issue. So how do we make it more equal then? There is, from my vantage point as a therapist, really only some things that we can do. I'm going to start you off with this. One, let's stop looking at the race through the lens of equality because that is a horrible way to look at it. It just, it, it is, it is socially a terrible method. Okay. So we take, we take that off the table. We're not going to create equality because that would then not take into account the uniqueness of each person. Got it. All right. So we set that aside. The next thing that we could possibly do is say, 
how do we make sure we're educating for the different types of people? So we look at things like learning uh, and, and learning ability, learning potential, and we go, oh, some people, their top of the line best option for them in their life is going to be working fast food. That is the best that they're going to be able to do. How do we help them get to that? And then along the way, how do we help them create a springboard so that if they choose to have children, their children might be able to surpass where they are? That would be proper placement and education. But then how do we decide who can do that job versus who can be an engineer? Who can be a professional athlete? Who can be? Well, there is some self-selection going on here in the United States. People with certain types of potential that want to give their gifts to the world are going to self-select. Ah, but here's where we create the most important part of this discussion. If we are painting a picture that somebody with obstacles in their way cannot succeed, that is economic discrimination, that is racial discrimination, that is gender discrimination, that is fill-in-the-blank discrimination. For example, in that first video, I would have said no to literally everything they said. I would have been in the back of the line. I had some people come along into my life and tell me, Jeremiah, I know the road looks hard, but you are not a victim of a hard road. Unless you accept that you are a victim of a hard road. And things began to shift. I took off the lens of I'm supposed to fail. Because statistically, I should have failed. And I put on the lens of what can I do when I encounter these obstacles? A funny, funny thing happened. I actually learned something. Something really important that I, I want to give you as a gift right here, right now. If you are using the racist lens, the, uh, the socioeconomic discrimination lens, my encouragement is take it off. Because here is another reality. People who have to overcome obstacles in their journey, they grow certain traits and abilities that you cannot manifest in a, uh, in any way other than an organic, here's an obstacle, overcome the obstacle way. So if you have boulders in front of you, if you have sharks in front of you, if somebody's telling you, you can't, you can turn that into growth and 
a steadfast endurance that is unmatchable. If you don't quit, if you don't buy in to the garbage that some people are shoving down your throat, that you're destined for failure. Great example. There's a guy, Michael Jordan. Some of you know Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan apparently got cut from his high school team. I've heard that story. You've probably heard that story. And if and when that happens, there's a decision point. That decision point is, what am I going to do with this failure? With this being told I'm not good enough. I'm either going to accept that I'm not good enough. Or I'm going to be me. Now, me, that might mean that I change my 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 trajectory. Maybe it's not I stick with basketball. I'm glad Michael Jordan did. Got to see him play one time in Portland. I am glad he stuck to that course. But sometimes the best option is, ah, maybe I'm not actually good enough at this. Where are my talents and my gifts? What are they? Because I did not believe I was a healer. I didn't for the longest time. I tried not to be. I didn't know that I could do it. I was I was told you can do this, you can do this. And I was like, you know, no, no, I don't want to be a counselor. And eventually I looked more and more at the gifts that I had been given. And more and more it made sense that that is the gift I can give people around me. Being a guest speaker, you being a, a podcaster, is that easy? No. Are there obstacles? Every day. I, I, there, I could get done with this podcast and just find out that it didn't record anything. That could happen to me. Leaps of faith. We have to take them. And you are only a victim. Only a victim. If you accept that you're the victim. That's it. It's literally that simple. You don't want to be a victim anymore? Stop telling yourself that you are. Stop using those excuses. Well, my road is harder. I know. I believe you. I'm not diminishing how hard your road is. But if you quit, that's on you. That crap is yours. There is a level of self-declaration. I chose to be successful. Now, did I have a leg up on some? Absolutely. Was I, was I, uh, you know, uh, hand me outs down from other people? Um, lots of them. Matter of fact, probably in the United States, at least I would say most of them. Did I encounter uh, the same level of discrimination as some? No. 
Did I encounter more than others? Yes. The the reality is you can always find somebody who's got it better. And you can always find somebody who's got it worse. You can always find somebody who's got more talent because your talents are going to diminish. You can always find somebody who's got less talent. Spend less time comparing yourself and more time picking your direction based on the gifts that you have and give those away. And you are going to be shocked how much success can come your way. Shocked, especially if you've been living in this lie that you are the victim. No, you're not. You have different challenges. Some may be excruciatingly painful. But you are not the victim unless you tell yourself you are the victim. Whether that's race, economics, whether that's where you grew up. You're not the victim. You have decisions to make today that can start changing that path. We see that. We see that at times. We know it can happen. And the biggest obstacle, if you remember that video, that last one running the track, the biggest obstacle, and I wish they had shown this in the video, the biggest obstacle in the way is the reflection of yourself and you telling yourself you're not enough. That is the the one they didn't show that would change everything. Get out of your own way by telling yourself you can. And then when you fall down because somebody threw an obstacle in your way, get your butt up. The race is long. The race is long. Just get up. And keep moving forward. And if your obstacles are bigger than the person next to you, get over it. And I, I, you know, you're probably all looking going, oh my gosh, this guy is ridiculous. He's probably never had a challenge in his life. If you think that, you have no clue. You are the one not taking your time to know me and my story, which is fine. You don't have to. But to assume that is to assume you're a victim. Stop judging my path. Take a look at you getting in your own way. Are there some systemic problems? Of course, there are. Should they change? Absolutely. How are you going to change them if you're so busy calling yourself a victim and, and trying to get what's not yours? You won't. You'll never get to the point where you can actually change them. You are perpetuating the cycle. And you've got to change that. And the way to do that, stop assuming you're the victim. And if there's something systemic that's causing a problem and it's getting in your way, find a way to overcome it and then go change it for the rest of the people. That's what you can do. That's my encouragement to you. I know I hit hard in this one. I hope this was helpful. I appreciate you always giving me this time. Thank you so much for joining us. If you like what you've heard here, if this helps, or you know somebody who this is going to help, share it. If it helps you, please let us know. 
We want to know when we're helpful. We want to know when you disagree. Talk to us. Let us know what's going on. Thank you very much and have a great day. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Take a look at the details of our podcast for links to our website and other helpful information. 